Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the Last Eagle Heart podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How is your Friday? Mine is going great, as always. You know why? Because I just wake up blessed every morning. You know, that's just, you know, that's hard. It's hard waking up every morning and just being blessed, you know. This is how it is with me over in my household. But no, I switched things up a little bit. I'm only doing a podcast once a week now. I know a lot of y'all are like, oh, thank goodness. I mean, I'm Dawson. You pushed out Tuesdays and Fridays. I mean, dude, they were 40 minutes. Some of them were like pushing an hour. I mean, I don't have that much time during the week to listen. And I'm like, you know what? I agree with you. Plus, also, I don't know what my schedule is going to be like in the future. I've just been pushing out so many podcasts because I'm bored. I have things to talk about. I have things in my head. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it, see what happens. And I am going to just do one a week, every Friday. And that's just how it's going to be. So I did it for you guys and a little bit of me. But mostly y'all because I want y'all to be able to listen and retain every bit of every podcast that I put out. I don't want y'all to kind of nonchalantly listen to one and then force yourself to kind of nonchalantly listen to the other so you can catch up. It's not a catch up thing either. If you miss one, you miss one. I mean, it's a new one every time. It's not like a, a an ongoing book. It's, it's not like one of those things, oh, I have to listen to them in order or I will not get what he was talking about uh, this week. No, it's none of that. Each one is new, packed with different things, entertainment, different every time. It's the, the little delicious treat, new that you can open. But no, every Friday now, once a week. So, now you know. Uh, something new that happened this week? What happened new in my world? Well, there was a dead body found in a creek down the road. Whoa, Dawson. Man, that is something to... uh. Uh, really tell us, man, can you unpack that slower? Okay, well, about, I don't know, I'm not good with mileage, like, you know, I'm not good with increments of uh, length, you know, miles or whatever, so I'm going to say, go by houses, it's about five houses down, this creek is, and these wife and this couple was walking their dog, then they looked at the um creek and next thing you know boom they found a body and uh it turns out it was more likely from a drug deal gone bad and they ended up dumping the body over here so you know thankfully there's not a killer on the loose over here i mean plus also i'm about to be out of here in about a week uh week and a half so you know what boom i'm i'm Happy about that. So if there is a killer on the loose, he's only got a week and a half to get me. So come and get me. Come and get some. Okay, don't really, but you know. Uh, I'll, but I don't know. I couldn't. The reason why I bring this up is not only was it shocking, but also I don't. I don't know how I would react if I walked across a dead body. Like, do y'all know how y'all would walk across? Like, what y'all would do if y'all just saw a dead body? I mean. Okay, Dawson, it's common sense. You see one, and you call 911. That's immediately. Well, yeah, duh. But, like, what goes through your body? I would freak out. Well, actually, that's not true. 
if I was hiking or if I was walking on a trail, I came across a body that was just laying face down or whatever by a tree, and I kind of just didn't really know anything. I was like, uh, I, I don't know. This is a weird place for this guy to sleep. Take a little snoozer. So I would go over and I was like, kind of kick him a little bit. Be like, hey, hey, buddy, are you okay? Because I'm a half full guy. I wouldn't think he's dead. I would think automatically, I would think, oh, maybe he's just taking a nice nap in nature, just trying to take everything in. I mean, come on, he's making the most of his hiking trip. But then, no, I go over there, and then I kind of kick him. Yeah, it would kind of make him mad. But no, in this circumstance, in this situation, uh, he's not alive. And I keep kicking him. And I, I mean, I don't kick him hard. I kind of give a nudge. And uh, eventually, I find out that this guy does not have a pulse. And he's he's gone. Well, of course, I would call authorities after that. Um, I mean, of course, that's common sense. I wouldn't just, like, you know, uh, walk away. Just be like, oh, well, I didn't see anything. <laughs> I wonder if there has been people that have done that. Like, they just see a dead body and they don't call anybody. They're just like, well, it's none of my business. Uh, we'll just keep going. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe that has happened. Or what about in this scenario? What happens if you come across a situation where you see people like tied up and you see them about? I mean, I don't know if anybody has came across that, but they've like are at a creek and they just see people about to get murdered. What would you do in that situation? Because that's a totally different package to be unwrapped. Because the first one, it's common sense. You easily call 911. The other one is like you see it and then you're like, wow. Um, I kind of just want to back off and just, you know, just, you know, pray and hope that they don't get, uh, attacked or anything bad happens to them. Maybe they're just having a really, uh, strong, weird, kinky picnic where they have to be tied up for this occasion. Like you start making up stuff, like you just, like you walk in like, oh, wow. Maybe they like being tied up and having guns to their heads while they're eating a picnic, you know, just doing that by the creek. No, I mean. I would, in that situation, I mean, of course, I would call authorities as I'm walking away from the situation and uh, uh, just, you know, pray and hope because I'm not the hero. I'll be honest. Everybody would be claiming the hero in this scenario. They'll be like, "I I would immediately jump over there and step in and I will risk my life to save those people. Okay. Okay, Mr. Cocky. Well, we'll see. We, I would love that for that scenario uh, to happen. Well, I wouldn't love for it to happen. But I hope that if there's a situation that does arise, you are there and you have to make that decision because you're not being truthful there, buddy. I don't think you would actually risk it for the biscuit and go save those people. That's just factual. You would just more than likely probably cower away or you would just immediately call 911 and then just pray that they do. Like I just said. Go over there and save the day. We'll see how many people do that. Especially if you're just walking your dog. You're you're just going to walk away. Man, no. But no, those are some scenarios that you have to think about. And, uh, you know, tell me. Tell me. I don't know. Email me. What would you do in those situations? Tell me. Hey, Dawson, this is what I would do. I'm interested. I'll listen. DM me, email me, whatever you want to do. 
message me if you have my phone number. I'm not putting my phone number on this podcast, but if you know me and you do have my phone number, you know where to contact me. (laughs) Oh, man, but sports is coming back. Sports is coming back, and I am so happy about it. I mean, baseball's already here, uh, but with their little fan base that they have, the little cutouts. They're getting pretty creative with the cutouts and stuff. I I like that. Uh, did you? <laughs> speaking of the cutouts and the fans, did you see that uh, soccer team? I'm trying to think of what country it was. Um, but no, there was a soccer team, and they had sex dolls in their stands, like like little sex bots. But they didn't know that they were. That's what was funny is they claimed they didn't know that they were actual like like sex bots like and and i'll explain this to people that don't know what sex bots are uh there's this new tech or whatever design they cost a lot of money and uh it's basically a robot that's supposed to replicate what a woman is because um you're just you know you just are going to be lonely for the rest of your life and you chose to spend uh five grand on a um i don't know piece of software anyways i don't even know how much they bought these things for i don't even know where they even got these things but all i know is they put them up in their stands and as soon as the pictures came out it blew up on twitter all over twitter everybody in america knew what was going on they were like man the soccer team's got sex dolls in their stands actually you know what that's gonna make me mad i i gotta search this up right now what team had sex dolls in their stands? What team had dolls? Because, um, because I got, uh, do, 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 do. Oh, South Korean soccer team. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. FC Seoul, Seoul, Seoul. FC, whatever they are, if if you're rooting for that team, it's a South Korean team, and they claim to not know that that was they were those were sex dolls. Um, that is what a shame, what a shame. Can't <laughs> that is ridiculous. But no, uh, but no, sports is coming back, and uh, I'm ready for football season. I I heard rumors that they were gonna try capacity, like to just have fillers of people to come in there but i don't know if that's going to work out really well or i mean it may but i don't know what's going to happen at the beginning of football season i don't even know if that's going to even be a thing especially since if the football players have to wear the ridiculous face shields that i saw have y'all seen that the face shields that they're going to have to wear the nfl and the college at least i mean some also big high schools i know the small ones are not probably going to do this but I know, like, at least the NFL in college, they got to wear these big old visors, face things. Like, you know, the, you know the typical ones that the running backs usually wear or the wide receivers, and they just wear them over their eyes and usually wear the darker ones so they can't tell where their eyes are looking to where they are going. But the situation is now they got to wear it over their face, and it goes from the top of the helmet to the bottom of the helmet where their chin is. And so it covers our whole face. 
So if people, <laughs> if like running backs and wide receivers and stuff start getting the darker tinted ones, you're gonna you're you don't know who's playing. At all, it just you'd be like, oh wow, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but even better is is how do you breathe in that thing? It looks awful. Like. What are you trying to protect yourself from? It looks like you're trying to protect yourself from a zombie apocalypse or something with the the face shield that goes through your chin. Are you and and they're acting like COVID is the biggest thing that the football the football teams are gonna worry about. Like, oh no. I know if you tackle me really hard and throw me to the ground, I may break something. Or uh, you know, I may get a uh, a really bad concussion, but no, no, no. If you dare have the sniffles and you cough on me oh that's crossing the line like <laughs> like really that's that's your biggest worry but no they gotta wear these big old embarrassing face shields to go but no i'm ready for the sports though i am ready for it the scandals not really scandals but like the little drama the football drama i wonder who's gonna get uh who's gonna have to sit out for the rest of the season or become a free agent. Oh, who's going to be suspended for a few games? Oh, man, I'm always digging into that portion. That's my favorite part. Because I'm just like, man, which football player is going to hit their spouse this season? Just to, I'm mean, like, wow. Because, I mean, I'll probably take bets with a few buddies. I'll be like, I bet you this player's going to do it this season. They'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. I'll be like, I'll put 100 on it. They'll be like, oh, okay. Bet. Fa- fantasy. Fantasy football drama league, right there. Put some money on, on some sports drama. See who's gonna get some uh, entanglements, and some entanglements, as uh, as uh, some people would say, <laughs> entanglements. But no, uh, which begs me to, which I love the uh, football drama mostly because of the uh i guess you would say the people that defend them uh like michael vick or oj simpson or uh um aaron herendez you know those people uh that were on trial for like really big things that happened and those were like really bad awful things but there were still people that came to their defense. There was like a lot of fans that came to their defense, uh, mostly just because they're all-star players in the NFL. Like, I mean, there'd be. <laughs> I. This is amazing to me that they don't really care about the person. They just really care about their fantasy. They're just like, oh no no no, he didn't do that. Put him back in the game. I have like. A hundred bucks riding on him next game, and if he doesn't play, I'm losing a hundred dollars. That's a bet. Get get him in the game. He didn't do it. He didn't do anything. Like I mean, there'll just still be people defending them and wearing their jerseys privately, which which begs me, uh, to think what if, like Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer was a five star quarterback or a five star player. I don't I don't know. I don't know what team they would play for. Which team has the most scandals or the most trouble with their players? I don't know. But Ted Bundy, 
I don't know. Let's say he plays for the uh, Ravens. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say he plays for the Ravens. All right, five-star quarterback. We'll, we'll put him at the QB position. He looks like a quarterback. He can, you know, huck, huck some footballs around. I mean, he, he was a pretty strong guy. I mean, I guess, according, according to his trial history, <laughs> he was. So, I mean, I don't know. But let's say he was quarterback, and let's say that, that things were turned around and he got accused of all those same things. Would it be the same situation? I doubt it. Uh, now, if you paid attention to Ted Bundy trial, I mean, I wasn't alive during then, but I watched his documentary, of course, and uh, he had—he actually had some supporters uh, that thought he was innocent, and they were mostly women, which was ironic because he was on trial for killing a bunch of women. But ironically, there were still women out there that thought he was hot, so therefore, if he's hot, then he's innocent. Uh, of course, that's how those women thought. <laughs> he's he's too hot to be a murderer. So we're with Ted Bunny on this one. Oh, he's waving. Hi, Ted. Hi. I hope you, you know, shoot me a text later. Or hopefully when you get out, you know, maybe we can hook up. He's like, oh, yeah, we could definitely hook up. Definitely. Definitely, I can arrange that. No, but... He had that support. Just imagine if he was a five-star QB, though. Then he'll start having some football fans. Oh, Ted Bundy? No, he's innocent. No, Ted Bundy is innocent. I'm repping it. Repping it. Uh, repping, repping this jersey number here. Ted Bundy. He's probably, <laughs> we'll, we'll give him number, uh, I don't know, number, hmm, what would a Ted Bundy number be? What was he on? Was he on? Was he on trial for five? I mean, there was thirty allegedly. Was he on trial for like only five though? I don't know. I think it was five. So we'll give him the number five. All right, his number would be five. Yeah, I'm rubbing the jersey number five for Ted Bundy, and uh, he did absolutely none of this, and I know this for a fact. Yeah. Now get him out there, get him on the field, because I'm not. I'm not losing a bet. I'm not losing a bet. He's he's too big of a. Uh, thing all right too big of a priority all right i'm not losing my fantasy for this put ted bundy out there that's what all that's then he'll start getting those people out there and then he would be stacked with lawyers he would get a different lawyer okay he wouldn't have like one of those appointed lawyers or whatever he would have one of the jose baez you know one of those lawyers the one that was with uh aaron Hernandez in his second trial and uh, the famous Casey Anthony trial where Jose got his big old accomplishment there. So, I mean, I can only imagine if, he div- if someone like that was back in, the, uh, back in Ted Bundy's time, just a lawyer like that, you get a stacked celebrity lawyer. I mean, things would have definitely gone a little bit different, at least in my opinion. I mean, I'm just saying he probably would have not gotten free but he definitely would have gotten a lighter sentence in my opinion just because he's a five-star athlete it's ted bundy come on it's ted bundy he's a five-star athlete come on he wouldn't do that and then like as the trial would go on and he like all this evidence is placed the fans will still be out there supporting him with his jersey they'll be like oh 
they'll start saying stupid stuff. They'll be like, oh, it was the women's fault. Yeah, they know they're suppo not supposed to be walking at night by themselves. Really? You're going to trust a guy and a, a yellow buggy? A yellow bug and a broken arm? No. No one would. Come on. You can't, you can't do that. I mean, who falls for the fake broken arm trick? Come on. That just proves right there. Fake broken arm, I mean, he's good at fakes. Fake passes, fake everything. I mean, he's great. We need him back in the football t game. Come on. Hurry this up. Speed it up. But no, I can only imagine what that would be like. Just <laughs> have one of those serial killers turn him around, be a five-star athlete. Things would be a lot different for them. And then, like, Michael Vick, you can play with his character on Madden 20. Yeah, I think you can play with his character. Yeah, like one of the, like, the all-time or whatever. He's still in there. He's still in the video games. So just imagine, like, Ted Bunny gets convicted, but then he's, like, an all-time player, so you still get to play with Ted Bunny on a video game. Yeah, he got convicted for killing all these women, but guess what? I'm still playing with him on Madden 20. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. Ted was a... He was a... Heck of a player, man. He's just an absolute beast. But he killed those women, right? Oh, we're going to forget that. He is a beast. Let's play with Ted Bundy. He's amazing. Look, look at that pass. Look at that pass. Amazing. Touchdown. Score. Uh, man. Oh, man. Mm, 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 mm. What a passer. Passer. Bundy. I had to get gas the other day. Of course. I had to get gas. But no, I had to get gas recently. And uh, when I was getting gas, my mom called me. And right in the middle I was getting gas. So I answered it. And she asked me what I was doing. I told her I was pumping gas. And she goes, uh, you're going to answer the phone while you're pumping gas? I said, yeah, because I have time to do it right now. Say, what would you rather me do? Call you while I'm driving? She goes, oh no, but did you know that uh that your phone could send off static electricity uh into the gas pump and then and make it explode? And I I was in shock. I was because I didn't. I was like, oh my god, you are so paranoid. She was. She was. She's so paranoid. I'm like, are you kidding me? That was like, do you remember those stickers that they used to put on the pumps? Like back when I first started driving, like the, like the, this is right when they were about to take them off when I first started driving. But they were on there on the side of the pumps. Warning: Do not use your phone while pumping gas. Can cause a flammable explosion. Idiots. Who believes that? It's a myth. It's debunked. Get out of here. It's it, that isn't so stupid. Why would you believe that? No, no, mom. I'm gonna pump my gas and I'm gonna call you. Okay. I looked this up just to give her evidence to support this. Okay. I I looked it up, and there's more. You you give off more uh static electricity walking and your jeans rubbing together than you would accepting a phone call okay just so you know so while you're walking around that gas pump the next time all you paranoid people out there
just so you know, if you have jeans on or some kind of nice little fabric on and they're rubbing together, they send off more le uh, static electricity than a phone call does. So therefore, you're more at risk for <laughs> uh, making your car explode, making the whole gas station ex explode just because your jeans are rubbing together. But, and what's funny is, is this stupid myth, there, there has been no reported, like, scenarios ever in the whole entire time this thing has came out that supports that a cell phone does that. It just came out and they put a sticker on the side of a gas station pump and everybody was like, oh my gosh, I better not use my phone out here. It might explode. God. What, so, so what are the, all the paranoid people out there going to just like stop wearing pants? Yeah, there you go. All the paranoid people. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Why not? Whatever. I'll just be completely, I'll take all my clothes off, be completely butt naked, pumping my gas. Someone's going to be like, sir, I'm going to ask, I have to ask you to put your clothes on. I'm like, hey, hold up, hold up. Did you know that uh, when I'm walking around while pumping my gas, my jeans rubbing together makes more static electricity than answering a phone call? Okay, that's more high risk for this place exploding. I care about you, so accept me being naked. Okay? Now, hold up, I gotta accept this phone call. Man. Static electricity causing explosions. And if any of y'all are listening to this and y'all still believe that, stop it. You're an idiot. Stop it. Stop trying to drill that into people's heads. Especially people that have high paranoia. Because they're never, like their phone's going to go off. They're going to have like a mini heart attack while they're pumping gas. They're like, oh my gosh, I better hurry up and pump this gas to stack electricity because I made my car explode. <sighs> and the gas stations, man. I'll, I'll rate my worst gas station. The worst gas station, hands down, Exxon. Exxon gas station. Have you ever been to one? Don't go to it. And if you do love going to one, well, you better click pause on this podcast or actually, no, better yet, forward this a little bit until you stop hearing about Exxon because I am about to unload my anger and my opinion on Exxon. First off, the buttons are backwards. They're all in reverse. You know how like the, you know, the regular, the 87 button, I forgot what the rest of the numbers are, but like, it's like 87, 90, 97, some, something like that. There's the numbers on there. Okay. But I always click the 87 because it's cheapest. Everybody does that. It should be simple common sense. Well, it's usually the first button to the left. Well, at Exxon, guess what they do at Exxon? They have it reversed. They have the 97 premium gas on the first to the left and they have the 87 on the last to the right so it's like 97 90 87 well everybody that has been having a car for a long time and has been getting gas nonchalantly presses the buttons when they realize well this is what gas i usually get i don't pay attention to the numbers i'm gonna actually i'm gonna just click this one the furthest to the left well, little do, lo and behold, have I done that multiple times. I think I've done it like three times. And I have clicked 
the premium super turbo charged gasoline. Are you kidding me? I, I, it makes me so mad because I'm paying two extra dollars for some crap gas that's probably going to do absolutely nothing to my engine. Well, Dawson, that's actually cleaner gas. It's going to do... Oh, really? Really? Back that up. Back that up. We'll read articles, Dawson. I don't care. Are you kidding me? My car runs perfectly on the $2 less a gallon one than the other one. I'm not pressing. It doesn't make my car go faster. If you put some nitrous in there, and then I can literally be like, oh my god. Dude, this thing takes off. It's a beast. Yes, I'm willing to pay the extra $2 a gallon. But no, it doesn't. It's, supposed, it's like a placebo effect. It just makes you feel like your car is getting better when it really isn't. So, no, I accidentally press it. Well, Dawson, why don't you just stop going to Exxon's? Well, guess what? I try to. But every time I go to Walmart, the closest gas station when I need to get gas is Exxon. And I'm not going to try to find the hassle of whipping around and trying to find a better gas station. I'm just going to go to Exxon, but no, I just need to pay more attention and then finally click it and click the perfect one. It's ridiculous. Exxon. Exxon is a joke. If you're listening to this, Exxon, I mean, I doubt anybody from Exxon is listening to this, switch your buttons. Also, fix your card machine. That's another, that's honestly probably the main thing that annoys me about Exxon, except, especially now during the Corona thing, because Every time I get out of my car, I put my card in, and it's the only gas station where it tells me to leave my card in. Usually, you just swipe it, and it'll read it. But no, I have to put it in there, leave it in there for 10 to 15 seconds, and it goes, please wait. And then, just so when the 15 seconds is up, it can tell me, uh, declined. See cashier. One time I went in, I was irritated. I tried my one credit card. I tried my second credit card, and I tried my debit credit, uh, debit card. It declined all of them. I had to go see the cashier. Why do I need a hassle with seeing the cashier when I could do it outside? You know, Exxon, put a little thing where I could put cash in. How about that if your card readers suck that much? Because I don't want to have to go in with a mask and then have to stand s six feet apart from three people making the line look like it's easy to fit seven more people in. I mean, seriously. Everybody in lines nowadays has to stay at least three people apart, and it's ridiculous. And I have to wait in that line, and people are so weird, too. Like, they won't even open the doors for you. They just, like, they, like, act like that you're just, like, some parasite. Like, you walk up to the door, and they're like, oh, 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 don't touch me. Don't touch me. You may have it. Stop being a baby. Get in line. You're like 40 years old. You got way, way more things that you should be worried about other than some 20-year-old kid touching you and giving it to you. Just leave me alone. So, Exxon, you're done. I'm done with you. I found a new gas station. I know I'm, not, I'm just going to stick to Shell. There you go. Stick to Shell. I love Shell. Promote Shell. Promote Shell. X out Exxon. That's how that's how we're gonna do this. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Fun fact, fun facts. That's what we're dusting off. If you first time listener, of course, this is a little segment that I have in every one of my podcasts. It's a fun fact that I dust off, and it's a fact 
that, you know, just randomly find or randomly think of. I mean, I could find it or I say it and make it a fact, but whatever, whichever I prefer. But it's a fun fact. And the one that I have for you today is sniffing pre-workout is more beneficial than normal consumption. Yeah, this is for my workout players. It's my workout beast out there. They have the memberships. They go in and they work their hearts out to get the perfect body that they want. So you want to know the best way? Because I know pre-workout is the one of the biggest top games. Well, top, not top games, but top steps into being a uh, workout beast. I mean, I'm not a workout guy myself, but I have friends are that are. They're just workout fanatics. So if you're listening to this right now, uh, if you're not sniffing your pre-workout, you're obviously not doing something right. And Dawson, where'd you get that fact from? Uh, that sounds pretty dangerous. Well, uh, Rich Piana did it. Oh, oh, yeah. You know who Rich Piana is, especially if you work out. You probably followed him on Instagram. This dude was yoked. I'm talking yoked. Did everything. Told you his regimens, whatever. Told you what it took to be a bodybuilder. All the steroids. All the steroids it takes to be a bodybuilder. And and uh, after his tragic death, uh, he we got left some information that he did indeed sniff pre-workout before every snort pre-workout before every workout that he did, like complete sets that he did. He would snort some pre-workout like it was cocaine. It is amazing. So if you follow Rich Piana's uh Piana's footsteps, go ahead, start sniffing pre-workout. That would be actually kind of funny, like walking out in public or getting a message from a person and be like, Dawson, thanks to your podcast, I now snort pre-workout. I'm like, good job, kid. Way to look like an idiot. Awesome. Hopefully, I could see someone in Planet Fitness or whatever other fitness, Gold's Gym or whatever, and walk in there. Uh, Of course, I'm not paying for the membership. I'll be someone's plus one. I'll walk in there and I'll see someone snorting pre-workout. I'm like, that dude listens to my podcast. So every workout meathead out there, I know immediately if you listen to my podcast, if y'all, if I see y'all start snorting pre-workout, but I don't know. Or maybe y'all have already done it. Maybe that's what y'all are doing right now. Go straight to the bloodstream or whatever. I don't know. All I know is, is pre-workout's crazy stuff. I've tried it once. Uh, when I was going to get into working out, I tried it once and I regretted it. I absolutely did. It. I, I don't know how y'all do it. It's like to me, it made me feel so, like it made me feel so wired up that I couldn't stop. And then when it finally got out of my system, I just wanted to die. <laughs> I literally just just wanted to go to sleep. That's all I wanted to do. And it's, I I don't know, but no. Snort some pre-workout. If you are a real workout beast, stamp of approval, Dawson Eichelhart, right there. The last Eichelhart podcast, stamp of approval, right there. Boom. Oh. But no. Next up, we got a news article. Something that I like to uh, share uh, from the news that your typical news stations won't share. Uh, 
just something random in the news that probably people haven't really heard of or it's because it's never been talked about and usually have to go deep research it but guess what on this podcast I find those articles and I'll bring them to life because no one else will because so many other things are so much more important to talk about than all the news so I bring the I bring the other news portion to the table and uh what I have for you today is a scientist makes a 3000 year old mummy talk well Dawson how did he do that how did he make a 3000 year old mummy talk I don't know I don't know how this guy made a 3000 year old mummy talk it is kind of amazing to me anyways because it just it blows my mind because I'm like wow that's what they're getting paid to do yeah this is more on the scientist standpoint so really so your job is to dig up dead bodies and put in a m- mechanical, uh, what's it, larynx? Yeah, larynx. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, a larynx. A mechanical larynx in a dead corpse and uh, try to make them communicate, and you call that a scientific discovery. That's awesome. I'm glad that's what you get paid for. You get paid for just to goof around and do absolutely nothing. That's awesome. I wonder how many other scientists do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I could be a scientist at this point. I mean, like the astrologists that like discover stars. I can come on, give me that job. I can look through a telescope. I've watched I've watched through the wormhole. I've watched how the universe works and I could do exactly the same thing those guys do. Challenge me. Challenge me. I want so, I mean, I'm probably going to get crap for this. Well, Dawson, you're 20 years old. You don't know what you're talking about. Those people do years and years of studying. Really, I can look up in the sky through a telescope, and I will tell you right now, I'll be like, all right, there's that star. Well, actually, it's not a star. It's a planet. Look through my telescope. See how, yeah, okay, I made up a, a name for it. It is uh, uh, X, uh, Exosaurus uh, 3258B. Uh, yeah, Exosaurus 2358B. Uh, I don't even know if I said the name right in the second part again because you know why? I'm a scientist. I don't care. Anyways, uh, let's see here. What's some stuff I can make up about this planet? Well, well, uh, as you can look at the pictures that I took of the planet, um, you can't really tell anything that's going on in this picture because it's so blurry because it's so far away. But as I make up stuff, you can see like these outer edges here. Um, the outer edges of this planet here, it, it makes it seem like that it's resembled to Earth's Earth's planet. And uh, and then and then um, we also just launched a uh, one trillion dollar telescope. Uh, it's a one time use, one time use, one trillion dollar telescope, and it's just gonna go past the planet. Um, and then a trillion dollars, poof, is going to be gone. But it's going to take some pictures, beautiful pictures, beautiful HD pictures. And then it's just going to go off into outer space, never to be seen again, and just frozen. You know, just one trillion dollars gone like that. Um, but it's going to be great pictures and footage of what the planet is going to look like. Um, and then, is it going to be habitable for humans? More than likely not, because we found like, you know, 20 other planets that are like Earth, but you know... Uh, we're going to choke uh, on the air there. We're going to have to, like, you know, it's not habitable for humans. 
but uh but we found those planets and uh so that's the planet that I found specifically and I'm just like okay see see right there guys did I convince y'all that I knew what I was talking about because that's how all the scientists sound like or the astrologists sound like on the TVs that I watch they're just like 1.5 trillion years ago you're like wow where'd you get that number theories okay cool who made up these theories I did you made up those theories did anybody you know test you on it no I just said it was a theory and I stamped it and it's true okay cool that's awesome um great that the government backs you up <laughs> but no back to the 3,000 year old mummy let's go let's go with this guy 3,000 year old mummy uh so they did that and uh I actually have a little bit of a clip of what of what he sounds like you see, because they were trying to get uh, a little bit of a mindset of what this guy sounded like. I don't know why they chose to do this. I don't know why anybody would care what a 3,000-year-old dude sounds like. But uh, So they put this mechanical uh, throat in there, larynx, scientific term, because I'm a scientist now. Um, according to my podcast, I mean, come on, I'm podcast certified. I'm a scientist, okay? This is how it is. I can pull out stuff out my butt, too. So... 3,000 year old mummy gonna try to make him talk right well uh let me just pull up what this guy sounds like no that's not that come on where is it at oh Okay, not the music behind it, but you heard the little eh, eh, eh. Well, one more time, one more time for the for the kids at home. Eh, eh, eh. Real, wow, way to go, scientist. Woohoohoo! Wow. Wow, you you really did a great job. Is that what that dude sounded like 3000 years ago? Because if that's what that dude sounded like 3000 years ago, he would get zero respect for me. Uh 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 Hey, uh I'm not going to Okay. Dawson. Dawson. Give me some grapes. Give me some grapes. No, I'm good, dude. You sound weird. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So, that's what it's like to be a scientist, I guess. Or a little bit of it. Three, put a, oh my god. Ugh. And they made it sound like it was some kind of just magnificent discovery. No, it was a waste of time. They have nothing to do. They were bored. They were like, what are we going to do? Well, we have a 3,000-year-old mummy that's... Uh, well, we'll just do this. We have a 3,000-year-old dead person. You want to know what he sounds like? Oh, well, okay, let's put this mechanical throat in there, and, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna make that my ringtone every time someone calls me. <laughs> uh, no, 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 that's gonna be my texting tone. Someone text me, and it's gonna be, uh... That mummy, uh, 
They'll be like, Dawson, what is that? I'm gonna be like, that's a 3,000-year-old mummy talking right now. Yeah, that's a 3,000-year-old mummy. Did you not know that? Yeah, scientists put a mechanical throat in him, and he makes a uh, sound. Uh. Can't wait. What are they going to do next? going to put, like, mechanical stuff in his body and start making him walk around again? Are they going to, like, you know, try to make him a leader? Are they going to, like, you know, try to hook up stuff into his brain, and then, like, he's going to rise up and tell every, everybody everything that happened with the pyramids and stuff? Is that what they're going to do? No, they're just going to put a throat at him, and they'll be like, eh, and then everyone, everybody's done clapping for their great accomplishment, they're just going to toss him to the side and focus on something else. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but no, thank y'all for listening. Thank, thank you for listening, making it to the end of the 13th episode of the Last Heart Podcast. Uh, uh. But no, thank you for making it this far. Thank you for listening. As I like to say again, I'm only doing them on Fridays, one day a week, so you have plenty of time to listen to them, okay? I don't want any more complaints. I don't want anybody else telling me, hey, Dawson, I don't have time to listen to two podcasts a week. Well, don't worry. I'm backing off, okay? I'm making sacrifices so you can listen to these podcasts, okay? Capiche? Making sacrifices. So. Like I said, I am, every Friday, should be no excuse. So, thank you all, everybody, for listening. Uh, in the description, I no longer have a link in there so you can easily rate my podcast. It was something that I had to do a little fee for, and it was supposed to be like a handy, di- it didn't work. Uh, or it didn't exceed my expectations, so I totally deleted that out of there. So, in my description, I now have my social media handles. My Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook. I don't know why I haven't been putting them in there, but now they're in there. So you can go search me up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, my email is going to be in there. And email me whatever you want, whatever's on your mind. You have something that interesting you want to tell me. Um, you you want to have a complaint? You want to complain about me? I don't care. Say it to my face. I don't care. Email me. Or email me something interesting or something you want on the podcast. I don't care. Do whatever you want. But my email is going to be there. Also, my social media. So you can DM me, message me. You know what to do. But no, thank you all for listening. And I will see you next Friday. The Last Echo Heart Podcast. You are listening to The Last Echo Heart Podcast.